The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. But you know, it's funny. We always, when we're doing great and everything is on a high, we always say we're in our winning season. But are we always in our winning season? Because you just said it. Whether we're failing or learning, Mm -hmm. we're still winning. So we should always have the self-talk of I'm in my winning season, even if it's not exactly Mm -hmm. going as planned or where we want it to be at that time. If you're a go-getter, faith-driven and family-focused and need to break through to your next level, this is the podcast for you. Your self-talk can reshape every area of your life. It's time to dream and think big. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience with Darnell and Tracy Self. It's time to elevate, baby. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of Self Talk. Welcome, welcome back. Y'all are still hanging with us. Still hanging with the Self Talk experience. <laughs> how was your week? It was amazing. Oh, guess what? What? You know how you always have a fact? Mm-hmm. I have something that I'm going to read. It's not a fact, but it's just. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm reading Will Smith's new book, mm-hmm. which I'm yeah. enjoying very much. Good. I know you've been talking about it. Yes. So this is a quote from his book. The stories we tell ourselves, which are designed for our protection, are the same stories that create the walls that prevent the very connections we so desperately crave. Mm. I thought that was so good. And it speaks to what we talk about every week. It really does. It's about the self-talk. And we talk ourselves out of it. Yeah, because some of the stories we're telling ourselves is to protect ourselves. Exactly. That very story may also be keeping us away from the relationships we're supposed to be building. Mm-hmm. Because we're not really speaking truth to ourselves. Mm. Right? Wow. Yeah. I and, just thought it was and, interesting. Yeah. And, may, and look, maybe, what about this? What if you're speaking the truth you know? Mm, okay. Okay. Right. This is what you really believe. You right. generally believe it. Right. And sometimes we're just not aware that there's a, that there's a door that could be open. Because all we've ever been in in this room was with closed doors. So we think every room has closed doors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So this person is protecting themselves because every time they try to get out, they've been met with resistance. Um, they've been met with disappointment. So now they don't even open a door anymore. Wow. The door's open. So maybe that is their truth. Like nothing ever happens good for me. So you're right. I mean, the self-talk is because of their past experience. And this is why it takes good people around you to hold you accountable with shifting your self-talk. Like we, especially since we started this podcast, we do it all the time. Like, oh, change the self-talk. Yes, yes, yes. And hopefully everybody else will start to do that same thing. Start to hold the people you love and care about accountable when you hear them, you know, sharing some self-talk that you feel not leading them in the direction that they want to go. The issue becomes when they don't share it because of self-talk. That's true. And they're repelling, not even realizing they are. Yeah. That's good. How do you, I don't even know how you address that. Yeah. 
Well, that, that's funny because the topic of today is really about failure, about failure. Mm-hmm. And we want to help people today to reshape and redefine failure, how they, how they see failure. And I once heard it said that if you want to impress people, only talk about your success. But if you want to impact people, talk about your failures as well. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why that's true is because all of us have failed at something. At some point in our lives, you're like, that didn't get me the results I wanted. Right. My intended results. Right. Right. Failure is right. So I didn't get my intended results from that. Um, But think about this. Not everyone feels like they've succeeded. So you may be impressing people, but may not be impacting people, even though I believe we've all had some success in life, success at something, success as a parent, success as right. a friend, success at something, mm-hmm. right? But but sometimes people don't feel like they've been successful, but everyone feels like, man, I've messed up, right? right. And so right. To, to discuss failures and be vulnerable about it um, actually impacts a lot of people. That's a that's a key word, vulnerable, because that's not easy to do. Yeah, it's really not because you're exposing everything about you that's not perfect, right. and everything about you that you question. Yeah, and that's that's really not easy to do. Yeah, you know it's funny. I was in um, Orlando, and I'm getting off my flight. I get in this car, this uh, Uber. Where was I? I don't know. I think you met me there later. You probably you with the kids. Think I met you there? Yeah, I can't remember. Mm. I travel a lot. Keep going. Yes. Somebody help me. Pray for me, y'all. I just want to know where it was. You're like, I got on my flight. I got in the Uber. (laughs) I mean, listen, we just became empty nesters. Like, you actually, your huge responsibility, which we're going to talk about in another episode, was stay-at-home mom, which you have been the most phenomenal mother. Oh, thanks, babe. Right? So take pride in that. That was a big deal. I love the deflection. (laughs) I do. Let's get back to you on your flight. To Orlando, getting in your Uber. What what was that about now? Yes. So <laughs> I got this Uber. And you was so funny. And so this guy, he has two phones up in the dash. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how you doing, man? He's like, good, good. So we're talking for a little bit. And uh, he said, you're visiting? And I was like, yeah, here on business. I said, where are you from? He said, New York. And um, I said, so um, what made you uh, move to Orlando? Mm-hmm. And he went in. I oh, mean, I mean, with good stuff though. I mean, oh, it's like, he yeah. was just sharing. Yeah, he was just sharing. Yeah, he's like, man, I came down here. There's a lot more opportunities for me based on what I want to do. And you know, I, I drive for Uber. I drive for Lyft. I drive. He saw like because he had two phones up. He's like, yeah, I'm um, part of my started a tech company. We're about to you know partner with this and it was uh-huh. in 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 right. And I was like, man, congrats, congrats. That's huge. Man. Yeah. Congrats. And uh, so I said, how old are you? Because he seemed young, like to have all these things going on. I was impressed. Right. And he says, uh, 28. Okay. Now watch this moment of vulnerability. I said, 28. Never forget that age. It was the worst financial year of my life. Oh, wow. Literally, car was repossessed. House is up for foreclosure. Mother let me borrow the money to keep the house. I mean, it's just, it was, when I think about that year, like, it was the year that I'm like, man, if I can just get out of this year. What made you share that with him? I don't know. Huh. He said 28, and it just rang in my head because I remember that year. And it just struck a chord with it you. It struck a chord. Yes. But here's what happened. I said, but 29, it all turned around. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I kept the faith. 
you can tell when somebody's looking at, because I'm in the back seat, right? You can tell when somebody's looking there at the rearview mirror. Okay. You can see his eyes, he's looking. Right. And his whole continence changed. Like he was like in think mode. Hmm. And he said this. He said, man, quite honestly, this is actually my toughest year. Oh, um, wow. Like before, everything was, you know. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, but he felt like he could because, because I Because you shared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he said, this is actually the worst year of my life. And he started, I mean, going in again. This time he's like, I got this girl pregnant. I mean, he was like, <laughs> he was going all Well, he told you everything. He told me everything. I was like. <laughs> oh, no. But he was, no, but he was being vulnerable. Sure. And and you know what the question he asked, right? What? How to turn around. Hmm. How to turn around. Hmm. So I started talking to him about some of the things I did to turn around. He's like, man, is there any way we can stay in touch, man? It's like, sure. So, but my point is, I would have never gotten there. I would have never impacted him in that way. If I would have you, impressed him if I was like, yeah, man, you're going to be in Orlando. I got business. I got this going on. I got that going on. That right, would have been impressive. Right. But the impact came because I talked about my failures. Mm, yeah. And I think, and I'm not saying we should walk around telling everybody about our failures. Well, no, but in that moment, it felt right. Right. Yeah. It did. Yeah. 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 So I think what happens is, again, we're talking about reframing um, how we look at failure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everything I've done that felt like, man, I failed because of self-talk and was reframed. Like, what did I learn? Like, it's always a lesson. You've heard it say this, you know, there's no winning and losing. It's winning and learning. Yes. So if you failed, if you've lost, it's really an opportunity to learn. So just like when we got married, like the man you married is not the man you're married to today. I mean, I'm still darn old. No, I, I understand because I'm not the same either. No, I, not at all. We shouldn't be. No, no, no. We shouldn't be. You know, people say, you change. I hope you have too. It's been yes, absolutely. Right? We have. So, but this is my point in saying this, babe. So think about this. When we got married, um, you didn't like flowers. <laughs> I didn't. You're like, don't bring me flowers. But at some point that changed. I don't even remember when it changed. But you were like, you don't bring me flowers. I'm like, I didn't know. So now I feel like I'm failing as a husband because I'm not bringing you flowers. Oh, I didn't wow. know I was supposed to bring you flowers. But me feeling like I was failing as a husband allowed me to actually gain a lesson and learn something, which is my wife now likes flowers. Yes. Right. And so it gave me an opportunity. But I now, never told you. Right. This, so how would you know? Right. So you really weren't failing. Yeah. I felt like it, though. When you said it, I was like, oh, shoot. Hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, shoot, I haven't been bringing the flowers. And I'm thinking to myself, when did that happen? Uh, you must have said it, I just wasn't listening. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because I'm like, but then you admit it that I never told you. Yeah, I don't think I ever told you. But here's a funny thing. Now we're getting into like marriage counseling. Here's a funny thing <laughs> that sometimes men or women say, um, I don't want to tell you because if I tell you, then you're just going to do it because I told you. Do you mean men or women or do you mean me? <laughs> because I say that all the time. I say that all the time. I would say it, but if I say it, then you're not going to do it because you really want to do it. You're going to say it because I said, do it. Yes, you do say that. So this but is how do you get around that? Because how does it really feel sincere? Because if, give me an opportunity to now become that person who you want me to be, to do the things you would want me to do. So I'm not a mind reader. Right. And so sometimes and your mother said this to me. Right. She was like, sometimes women think that men are mind readers and they don't want to tell them what they want. So now they live for three years, five years. There's one thing if you tell me I still don't do it. 
Right. It's one thing you say, I like flowers. And I'm like, okay. And I still don't bring flowers. You're like, hey, remember I like flowers. Right. Hey, remember I like flowers. Hey, right. I'm like, you ain't getting flowers. That's just not what I do. Right. Like, you know what this is when you, you, know, you know what this was when you married me. <laughs> Dude, really? You can't change? Yeah. So, but my point is, is that, but you telling me has allowed me to actually grow in that regard. Absolutely. In places that I felt like I was I failing, get that. Right? Yeah. I was able to gain that lesson to say, I got it now. But that can work in any type of relationship, whether it's a marriage or a friendship or with your children. Because yeah. like you said, things change. And you can have a friendship and feel like you're failing in that friendship yeah, so and not realizing that what you were given that person in the beginning of the friendship is not necessarily what they need from you yeah. anymore. And you're still doing the same thing, yeah. calling them the same amount of times or not calling them. The, and and they need something different. Right. And you don't know. Right. So that is also a time where you can really feel like you're failing. Yeah, so true. That's good. Until the person says it. Yeah. Like, you know, I didn't used to like when you called me every day, but I want you to do that now. Yeah. Or yeah, you, because they were probably they were maybe busy in their life to the mm-hmm, building phase mm-hmm. of the business. So you stopped you know, doing it. Right. Just dating someone new. It was something going on at that moment where mm-hmm. they're like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, or the person's not receiving it. Right. They're not yeah. receptive. Yeah. So then you stop and then you realize that something's wrong. And then you're like, they tell you, oh. I was doing that. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted me to do that. Right. I, you like that? Right. I can do it. I right. want to do it. Right. Yeah. See? See? You just admit it. <laughs> you just... She, did you... Did you see this? She just went back <laughs> on you and like, I mean, I don't want to have to tell you because then if you do it, maybe it's disingenuous and you're like, you just ch- change it up on me. Here's the yeah. thing, podcasting world. I have somebody in the house tonight that would definitely take my side. So you might want to... Relax. My mother's here in the audience right now, so <laughs> she's like using that against me. I'm her favorite. But I'm her only son, right, Mom? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm her All favorite. Right, now, we're going to so we'll be right back. <laughs> so author and trainer Monty Sanders has been in this health and wellness space for over 20 years. His most notable clients are NFL Hall of Famers, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. And guess what? He's got an Amazon best-selling book that you can gain access to right now. It's the power of you versus you. I'm going to tell you right now how you can get access to that and his other programs. All you have to do is go to thepowerofyouversusyou.com. That's it, thepowerofyouversusyou.com to get access to that amazing book as well as all of his other programs. Hey, what's up, fam? You got to connect with J&E Builders. They buy homes in any condition. J&E Builders even help out with distressed properties. And if you're dealing with a significant amount of taxes, J&E Builders will assist you with that home as well. Give them a hit at J&E underscore Builders. That's at Instagram at J&E underscore Builders. Hey, family, make sure you're following my girl, Brianna, on Instagram at Belux Boutique or to shop for date night or just lounging in the house. She has everything you need, as you can see. Go to her website, blux.shop, and get you some great pieces today. Hey, what's up, self-talk experience family? Listen, I thought I was going to get some bathrooms renovated, but I had no idea when I connected with my man Stan Neal that it would be more than a renovation. I'm not even sure what the term should be. Maybe transformation, because I started with the bathrooms, 
And all of a sudden, my entire basement was redone in a way that my family members thought I moved. Seriously. So if you're looking to take your house to the next level, whether it's some custom construction, some transformation of your bedroom, your bathrooms, your family room, your great room, I did it all. I mean, if I showed you my entire house before and after pictures, in fact, I'm going to show you some, you would say, no way is that the same room or the same house. Listen, I'm just saying this because I've got personal experience with this gentleman. So you want to connect with him. I'm going to give you the number, his office number to reach him as well as email. And again, you will not be disappointed. So if you want to reach him uh, via uh, his office number, 202-359-3923. Again, 202-359-3923. And email is stan, S-T-A-N dot Neil, N-E-A-L-J-R, at freshairllc.com. Connect with my man, Stan. You won't be disappointed. All right, so we are talking about failure. Failure, yes. And how to kind of reframe um, our thoughts around failure. Mm -hmm. When Mm -hmm. I think about um, the three different entrepreneurial ventures we attempted before finding success, Mm -hmm. and I think about if I would define them as failures, Maybe when I was in it. Well, when we were in it, it seemed like a failure because we were, it wasn't lucrative. Right. It wasn't working. Right. 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 But it really was helping us. We were definitely winning because it was getting us closer to realizing what we were supposed to be doing. Yeah. And not only that, it it taught us what we didn't want. Yes. It taught us what to be aware of. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So sometimes it's, you don't even know what you want until you see the things you don't want. You're like, oh, you're narrowing, narrowing down what you want. True. You, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And so I think when I look back at the perceived failures, they gave us the skills we needed. Relationship building skills, mm-hmm. communication skills, um, resilience, which you talked about in another episode. Right. right? So it gave me the power to keep enthusiasm in between failures, right? So when people were like, oh, I'm not interested and I still keep the same enthusiasm because the next person could be the person that I was supposed to connect with, collaborate with. And if I lost my enthusiasm, then the person I was supposed to connect with didn't see the vision that I was painting because I didn't, I didn't seem to them like I was excited about it. Right. These are all skills that I learned through the projects where I was failing. Right. But, you know, it's funny. We always when we're doing great and everything is on a high, we always say we're in our winning season. But are we always in our winning season? Because you just said it, whether we're failing or learning, Mm -hmm. we're still winning. So we should always have the self-talk of I'm in my winning season, even if it's not exactly Mm -hmm. going as planned or where we want it to be at that time. No, I used to call this when I felt like we were going backwards. I called it my slingshot season. Remember that? I used to call it my mm-hmm, slingshot mm-hmm. season. I, did, I even did a post about that. Yes. Because when it feels like you're going backwards, it's just a setup for you to come forward with acceleration. Even, yes. Even faster. With the force. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. so this whole failure thing, and here's a wonderful thing about redefining failure. We will start to look for the springboard opportunities, the opportunities to propel ourselves forward Mm -hmm. from the things that seemingly are happening to us, but they're happening for For us. us. Right. And so just a couple of things that that I'll mention here. It's just like um, one of my mentors, she's talking about this all the time. Like sometimes people are right there at success, 
And they had to do an activity for someone to come around to say, hey, just change that. But if they weren't doing something, this is when people try to be perfect first. Right. And I have to look at Janelle. Back there. <laughs> like they try to be perfect first before they start. It's like, I'm going to be perfect first. Right. And I'm like, no, no, no. Start messy. Start just, ugly. Just do because it. Because it gives you an opportunity. Like, how in the world do you turn a car that's still? Mm. How do you give directions to someone who's still in the, in the driveway? You're like, hey, listen, when you get to the, are you at the stop signs? Yeah, no, I'm still in the driveway. But get to the stop signs. I'm going to tell you what to do once you get there. Well, right, no, I won't tell right. Now. But it's like five different turns. It would be better if I can tell you why you're long, headed in that direction. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that's what I learned from a mentor of mine. It's like, look, if someone's chopping down a tree and you, and, and you have chopped down trees before, you can go up to them and say, oh, my gosh, you're actually swinging hard enough, but you have the wrong tool. You're swinging with a spoon. So no matter how many times you're going to hit that tree with a spoon, it's never coming down. Right. And so they just had the wrong tool. That's right. all. It's like some folks are just using the wrong tool with their digital products, using the wrong tool with their networking business or whatever business. They, right. It's just like, hey, just shift the tool. That's interesting. We we just did a cooking class mm-hmm. and we had someone that was a sous chef helping yeah. us, giving us direction. And the gentleman that was working with our team, he came over to me. And he said, excuse me, because he saw that when I was cutting the bread and he said, I have a suggestion, but if you don't want it, just tell me to go away. Mm. So he was watching and he course corrected me. I said, no, absolutely help me. And he got a different, he got a different knife and showed me how to cut it. And then gave me a suggestion on how to cook it. And I had the best bruschetta. Just so you know, I want. You've always put bruschetta well. Oh, well, thank you. But he know it'll be better now because okay. he gave me some tips. Okay. No, my point was, <laughs> my point, babe, my point was like you were saying, uh-huh. to your point, that sometimes you can, if somebody sees you yeah. and wants to help, let them help. That's my failure so good. Let them help you. Because how would it, look, how do you get better without doing something? Maybe not doing it that well, but someone comes over to coach you in a way that they couldn't have coached you if they didn't see you doing it wrong. Yeah, but some so people aren't were, receptive to that. That's true. But if you were just good, they were like, oh, they're doing pretty good. They would let you just stay good. But mm-hmm. because you're not that good, you actually can become great because you learn from someone who is great. Yep. It's like, um, it's like the, okay, the spoon, right? So you're not going to knock down the tree with a spoon. But then someone else is just distracted, right? So the only reason they're not chopping down the tree is because they're hitting a different tree every day. Hmm. Right. Like today I'm doing this. Tomorrow you talk to them, they're doing something else. The next day, they're like, dude, if you just hit the same tree, the tree would be down. But you just hit, you got about a thousand injured trees in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what my mentor said. I'm thinking, man, this is so true. You're all over the place. All over the place. Right. I'm just swinging around, not hitting any mm-hmm. trees. Mm-hmm. Right. And the last thing I learned about reframing failure was just consistency. Mm-hmm. Right. So one, are you doing the right way? Which is the reason why, in my opinion, people should pay for speed. Like the only reason someone would pay me to learn how to do what I do more effectively is because I've made all the mistakes, I've had all the failures, and now I can say, look, I can help you get to this destination without all these failures. Well, you're shortening their learning curve I tremendously. Learning curve, so they're, they're paying right. for speed. Yes. They're paying for speed. It's like, I don't have to, hold on, how long have you been doing this? Mm-hmm. For 20 years? Right. And you're going to show me how to do it now in one year. So in one year, I can do what it took you to do it. So absolutely, because I can share with you my mistakes as long as you're coachable. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's what I'm saying. So now 
you know, folks are saying, hey, look, you know, I can do that because you're going to show me, you know, what resources I need. Number two, um, you're going to help keep me focused because accountability is going to be key. Because some people are failing just because, unfortunately, they don't have any type of accountability and then consistency. Right. Some folks think they hit the tree, got the right tool, hitting the same tree. They hit it once today, another time two weeks from now. Right. And another time, right? This is why every Thursday we're dropping this podcast. We're consistent, baby. And we're failing <laughs> all the way through it. All, all kind of crazy lighting around here. You know, I'm knocking the mics all out the way. It's but, okay. Yeah, but it's all good. You get better. When I was on the episode, it'd be a lot better. Also, what did we do? We took a course. We took a course on podcasting. Yeah. You just talked about it. Yep. Instead of trying to fail our way through as much, yep. we learned a lot. Yep. Yep. We should have our podcast mentor on here as a guest. We should. Yeah. And you even got the same microphones that Michael Jackson used to record Thriller, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> really? Is that what you wanted to say? Didn't that what you told me? I know. You said because you're famous. Remember? You're famous. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Hey, guys. Reshape. Reframe. Redefine how you look at failure. And even when you think you're failing, you're winning. I love that. You're winning. I love that. You are. I love that. I've got so many stories that I could share about, even with our kids, where it felt like they were failing, but mm-hmm. they ended up realizing that that was critical, what they deemed as failure, was critical to change, for them to change direction, to get to where they are. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. All right, guys. Uh, self-talk. Remember the things we say to ourselves about ourselves eventually determines what we attract and even who we attract for ourselves. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Self Talk Podcast with Darnell and Tracy Self. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. And we'll see you next time. And remember, talk good to yourself. If you've ever started something and said to yourself, I'm not quitting until I reach the finish line. There's a perfect podcast for you. The We Won't Quit podcast by my man, Mike Humes, mailman and millionaire, never gave up. Not only did he have success, but he's helped a ton of other people do the same thing. He's going to be interviewing people who never stopped until they finished. So check it out. We Won't Quit podcast.